We're going to continue our draft coverage here, predicting what each team may do with their selections. We have a team today in the Houston Rockets that have the number four pick and the number 20 pick. And we're going to try to see what that team is going to do with each one of those picks. What are the best prospects for fit for their roster? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central, your number one spot for everything NBA-related. And we're going to get, to get into it with the Houston Rockets today. And the Houston Rockets are another team that's kind of difficult to gauge exactly what they're going to be looking for in the NBA draft this year. Not because it's like they're unpredictable or anything, but because the rumors of James Harden coming to that team, they have a new coach coming in in Ime uh, Odoka, and, you know, really going to be probably not trying to, like, make a deep run anytime soon. Going to try to build organically, develop those players, develop a system down there, um, develop a culture as well. And if they do go after James Harden this offseason, and, and they really think that they're going to bring him in, it could drastically change what they're looking for at that number four pick. And unfortunately, with the NBA, the draft comes before free agency, whereas in the NFL, free agency, I mean, um, free agency comes first. And then it's the NFL draft, which kind of you're then filling. It, it makes it easier to kind of predict what teams are going to be looking for in the draft there. So with the NBA draft and the Houston Rockets having the number four pick, we're going to kind of look at the talent around there, right? And I think at that pick at number four, you're looking at uh, Wimby Yama being gone at that point. You're looking at Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson all being gone. And then there's a, there's a, a, a nice bevy of players that are kind of all there that you can make your conversation for being the, the fourth pick after that after those players but again it's about fit on the team as well now one of the players that I do have as the best available at that point is uh Amen Thompson right and when you look at Amen Thompson and just what he brings the 67 200 pounds right he projects to be a player that you, you look at positionless basketball he can probably depending on how his body fills out play 1 through 3 in the NBA when it's all said and done guard is probably going to be his initial uh position but you can absolutely see in him maybe even rolling out to being a ball-handling three at the next level in the NBA. He has great size for a point guard spot, which is where he's kind of viewed at in most of these draft, uh, these draft mock drafts, but we'll see if it ends up staying there long-term. But listen, the dude has an amazingly quick first step. Uh, he's a, an amazing slasher, right? He, he, If a defender sets in on him and tries to play to, to the shot or even tries to play to stop him with the drive, he has that first step that he's going to be able to get there, get to the rim in the half court. And if you have a team that gets out in transition, Eamon Thompson can not only lead the break, but he can also finish on the break, right? He's an unselfish player. Um, he, he likes to dish the ball off to his teammates. And again, that is one of his best skills is his passing, and he's going to be able to come in and do that right away, right? He's starting to develop, at least in the, in the in, in playing with the elite uh, towards there, is a better ability to kind of read set defenses. And if that happens, he's going to open the floor for you completely going forward. He has, he has really good vision across the court. He just... At the end of the day, he is just a really damn good player and a damn good athlete on top of that. The way he runs the floor with that quick first step and the long strides is amazing, right? And he finishes above the rim as well. That is why on the fast break, he's as much of a threat to dish it off as he is to finish it himself if somebody else leads the break. Eamon Thompson has such a high ceiling that it's ridiculous, and I think he has a, he has a high floor as well, right? I, I don't see 
Eamon Thompson being one of those players that just completely fizzles out. At the end of the day, even at the worst, and I mean at the absolute worst, I'm not predicting this, but at the absolute worst, he is going to be a guard that can get out in transition and, and maybe be lead your break off the bench. And I even think that maybe even given, taken a little bit away from his floor. He is a really good player. He's going to have um, a lot of success. And he just, the way that he jumps in that leaping ability, it's amazing. And, and like I said, the way that he also cuts to the rim, that's why you can kind of see maybe that long-term position ended up being more at the three. The dude is just a baller, period, point blank. And if the Houston Rockets were to select him, you can kind of see that factoring in with their kind of positionless roster that it looks like they're, they're building there, whether it be by intent or whether it just be by skill level. But the Houston Rockets are building a lot of players that can play multiple positions, that all some can handle the ball, they can all get out in transition. A transition fast break with Eamon Thompson and Tari Eason would be a beautiful thing to see, right? So I like Eamon Thompson here for the Rockets, regardless of what they do with the James Harden of it. Not The one thing that, that he can improve on, the probably well, the biggest thing he can improve on is the jump shot. He's not the best jump shooter. That is why his slashing ability is so great. But when you look at the form on his jump shot, if he works with the right coaches that develop him, he could turn that jump shot into something solid. Um, his three-point shooting isn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination, but that goes back to that jump shot needing some work on. And he has some struggles at the free throw line as well. So while he does slash and get to the rim, if he doesn't finish through that contact and he and it, he goes to the line for two shots, you're a little bit concerned about his, his consistency with hitting that three-point shot. But other than that, Eamon Thompson's a, a, a damn good pick uh, for the Houston Rockets here at number four. But another one that I want to go to, and one that I think it may not fit, be as seamless to fit on, on when you look at Houston Rockets roster right now, but I really like this player, and I think he absolutely has the talent to go number four overall, and that's Cam Whitmore. 6'7", 230 pounds. Uh, this dude is just a baller. And and when you look at what he does, he's he's not the ball handler at all. Let me, let me get his weaknesses out of the way. He is not a great ball handler. He's not a great playmaker himself, right? So he's going to need some other players that can dish, that can create for him. He can create some off the dribble. But, again, you're not going to look for him in his passing ability. He doesn't have the best court vision. Um, and he doesn't set up other teammates well, even when they have easy buckets. Now, some of that's going to be worked on if he gets the right coaching staff and development system. So you don't have to worry about that. But it's just some of those higher-level things. And he's not the biggest basketball IQ guy. And, I, and I, again, I, I always hate saying these things because I'm not calling anybody stupid. But he, he doesn't have the best – Basketball IQ as far as reading defenses, he just doesn't have that. And he, and at least, again, only eight, he's about to turn 19 years old. And this week, actually, he's, he's turning 19 years old. He's going to be one of the youngest players in this draft. And because of that, it's, it's hard to gauge how much he's going to be able to work out, right? So while he doesn't have the greatest basketball IQ now, that does not mean if you don't get a coach that's going to work with him and develop him, he can't turn into that. But because the, I wanted to get those negatives out the way for him, but when you look at this guy, motor. Motor, motor, motor. He is a a, a, a just amazingly motor. Like just, that's the best way to to describe him. It's his motor. He's a powerhouse, right? That's it. He finishes above the rim. He he can shoot the three a little bit, right? You 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 like his ability to shoot the three again. He's not going to create that for himself. His athleticism already NBA ready. He's going to come in and even with his two hundred and thirty pound frame, he's going to be jumping out the gym and dunking on people's heads. He's he, he can handle the ball out in the open court and do some creative things there. And with his power and his speed on top of that, it's going to be like a bulldozer running towards you if this man catches a head of steam and gets you. And that combination of speed and power is going to make him extremely difficult 
to guard out on that wing position. He's slated to be a small forward slash power forward. I do think with the way that the NBA going, probably long term is going to be a power forward. But the way the, what he's able to do is just and the power that he has and that mix a strength. The man is a beast, and that's just what it is. He can he can uh, get a little bit more creative around the rim. He's 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 pretty straightforward there. But again, the the combination of that speed and strength that he has. And the, the ball handling that he can do. While he's not a playmaker, he's a ball. He can definitely handle the ball some. It's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be uh, scary to see him. He's solid in the mid range, a capable three point shooter. Again, not a knockout three point shooter by any stretch, but he is a player that can hit the three for you. And with that motor that he has, hey, listen, Cam Whitmore is a player that, especially at 19 years old, that's why he's gonna go. I think in the top five, I do not see Cam Whitmore dropping outside of the top five. And in the if the Houston Rockets do pick him, I wouldn't be surprised if he passes up some players that are already on this team quick, real effing quick, right? Because the dude is just a monster and a beast. So what, those are kind of my, my, my two players that I'm really looking at uh, for, for the Houston Rockets at number four. Uh, Jarace Walker is an outside chance there. But again, that would be a little bit of a reach because I think Jarace Walker, in most mocks, they have him going you know, much later in there, probably more between like seven and 10. So I don't know if the Houston Rockets are going to want to want to reach on him there. But again, Jarace Walker is another player, um, a small forward, power forward combo that could come in and do some things. Some of the NBA comps for him aren't the best, right? You know, like some of them that you see, they're like compared to Tim Thomas, which Tim Thomas was a career, he, he was a vet. He, he, he played a long time in the NBA. But when you look at his wingspan at seven two, right, six eight, he can play either forward position. He has to grow into that frame as well, but he finishes through contact. He knows how to use the strength in his body, and as he fills out that frame a little bit more, he's already 235, so it's not like he has a lot of filling out to do, but he has some of the intangibles. He's a solid scorer, not great. I, I, I really see uh, him being, Jarace Walker being a really good glue guy at the next level, and depending on the system that he's in, he could be one of those players that really, that, 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 that have a huge impact over time and he's a good rebounder. He fights. He competes. And I really like his like his strength there. And some of the weaknesses for Jarace Walker, while I wasn't going to get to go into this, is lateral quickness is not the best at all for him. So if if that long-term position for him is at the three, I can see him by some of the more athletic and quick threes in the league, he's going to get completely blown by. He's stiff on defense as well. Um, he, he, he plays a little too close to ball handlers, which then puts him in a situation to get completely just waxed on the floor. So those are kind of the things, and I think it would be a reach there, but I really like uh, Jarace Walker here for the Houston Rockets as well. But moving on from that, we they also have a pick at number 20, right? And the options for them at number 20, of course, are going to be determined by what they do with, with, with number four. But again, Noah Clowney, who's coming up a lot, he's going to come up for a lot of teams in this one when I do this. He has the comp to Bobby Portis, uh, 6'10", out of Alabama, 7'2", wingspan. Listen, he's not... He's not the, the biggest recruit right now. He's not somebody that people are looking at. But when he was coming out of high school, people absolutely had him marked to be a great NBA talent, right? Mobile big, modern-day big, can space the floor, can put the ball on the floor a little bit. It's extremely, extremely raw. So that's what you want to look at. But as some rim protection abilities there with Noah Clownley, I really like him. He needs to bulk up at the next level for sure. But I like him potentially here for the Houston Rockets as well. Now with some of the players that they have down there, I don't know if that ends up become, uh, doing, but I really like Noah Clownley. And then also, Brandon Podzimiski. I think that's how you say his name. This is a guy who came into the, to the NBA Draft Combine and didn't a lot of teams look at him. But after what he did in the Draft Combine, there are now teams that are rumored to be highly interested in him. 
And the Houston Rockets are actually one of those teams linked to him. When you look at him, 6'5", point guard out of Santa Clara, this guy, while the defensive upside is not really there, right? Let me be clear there. It's not really there. But he's a creative passer. He's a playmaker. He has leaping ability. The boy can dunk, and he also can, can make shots. So at number 20, if the, if the Houston Rockets were to get him, he can come in and be your first res, uh, reserve uh, guard off the bench eventually. I'm not saying right away, but those raw skills are there. And Brandon uh, Pozumitsky absolutely can be one for uh, the Houston Rockets at number 20. And then another one that I'm going to talk about is Rayan Rupert out of France. This guy is 6'6", 7'3", wingspan, 185 pounds. Um, this is a long-term play here, right? This will be going more upside. He has a lot of the raw things that you want to look at, right? He covers the floor well. He has some shot, some shot blocking ability. He can take and put the ball on the floor a little bit as well. He finishes the at the rim with either hand, which is a great talent at the next level. He has every bit of the tools to look at as a playmaking wing on the next level. But some of the things with him, right? He's not necessarily the best when it comes to defense. He gets lost on plays sometimes. Um, he can defend pretty well, right? But he uses his length well in defense, but there's, there's I worry about at the next level with the speed if that's going to be thing. Now, he does have pretty solid lateral quickness. Um, he doesn't have very much sh uh, strength, and he's not a, a great jump shotter at any, at any stretch of the imagination. What you're looking for at Jerace Walker, at least initially, slashing ability, playmaking ability, especially at that wing position, and defense. But other than that, jump shooting, going to be a stretch. Guarding the more stronger and quicker bigs in the NBA, as far as on that wing, going to be a little bit there. He's going to have to bulk up considerably within his first couple of years in the NBA to really stand that test. But again, pretty solid skill set there for the Houston Rockets if they were able to get him at number 20. But that's kind of my picks for them. Let me know what you guys think down below. Do you agree with any of these? Do you disagree? Do you think there's anybody that I miss that could be a really good prospect for the Houston Rockets at either pick? Let me know all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at NBA Central pod on every social media platform that we're on you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns nba central show at gmail.com and lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything nba related and i'll see you guys the next time i feel like making a video probably tomorrow peace y'all this has been a presentation of the break, break. Media.